Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team subscribe to astrocast joined by justin verlander lance mccullough michael brantley tons of interviews alex bregman carlos correa follow your favorite team we definitely love playing in front of our fans and minimate for the h <laughs> astrocast is poured for you by carbach brewing today the houston astros wrap up their six game road trip with the finale of a three game series against the new york yankees at yankee stadium in the bronx new york the yankees have taken the first two games of this series including a 6-3 to three win over the Astros yesterday. Ledmiz Diaz, two hits, including a double, drove in a run. Yuli Gurriel had an RBI double, but the Astros suffered their third consecutive loss and looking to finish an even 500 on this road trip. They're 2-3 and three so far. Astros have a record right at 500 at 15-15. and 15. That puts them third in the AL West, three games behind Oakland. The Yankees 16-14. and 14. They are tied with the Rays for second in the AL East, a game and a half behind Boston. Let's take a look at the pitching matchup, and it's brought to you by the official health care provider for the Houston Astros, Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Lance McCullers Jr. on the mound for the Astros today, and a lot of his experience against the Yankees has come in the postseason, and some of his better games against them have come in the postseason. Yeah, legendary stuff. Who could ever forget the 24 curveballs in a row he was able to finish them off with in that championship series? And we look at pitching matchups all the time, and we see it in the playoffs, that first game of the playoffs. We see opening day and things of that magnitude. But as far as stuff goes, man, it doesn't get a whole lot better than Cole and McCullers when you think about a couple of pitchers who might go out there and both have double-digit strikeouts. So this is going to be a really fun game, I think, and I think Lance McCullers will live up to the billing. And Garrett Cole, he's lived up to the billing so far. Second year of that big contract he signed with the Yankees. Third in the American League in ERA and in strikeouts. You know, the thing that impressed me most about him in his time with the, with the Astros was how cerebral he was and how he was willing to, to find and look for ways to get better. And he's done it. Uh, he, he continues to get better. I, I think he's a leader now. Uh, I think he's relishing that role in New York. And uh, he's probably the best pitcher in the American League right now. I still say DeGrom's a little bit better. He's on the National League side. But Cole, man, can't go wrong with him ever. Absolutely. We'll be back with more of Astro Launch right after this. You want to hear this ridiculous question we get on Twitter, Robert? Sure. The following is a production of Great News. Astros Radio turned my wife into a fan. Steve Sparks, Robert Ford. She doesn't really like baseball. Should I keep her? That is crazy no don't keep her robert ford and steve sparks it's ridiculous fielding your baseball questions dump her the opinions of steve sparks do not reflect the opinions of the houston astros radio network the houston astros doesn't like baseball that's silly radio network 
Welcome back. It's time for our keys to the game, and they're brought to you by Honda. Racing today for a great deal on a Honda at your Greater Houston Honda dealer. You know, you look at the way this series has unfolded. Uh, both games have, have been tie games as you got to the middle innings. Both 3-3 scores, as a matter of fact. But then the Yankees able to put up a crooked number late to, to pick up the victory. And uh, the bullpen certainly have told the story in this series, too. Yankees came in, uh, best bullpen in baseball, and they haven't allowed a run. Meanwhile, the Astros' bullpen over this three-game losing streak have had, has, have, have had, has had their struggles. You know, I think the biggest difference is the Astros' relievers aren't throwing strikes. You know, they're, they're walking batters, and, and that's cost them so far in this game. And I know these are it's, – it's really hard, and I understand that, and you're facing really good hitters. But you've got to leverage these counts, especially against the, the, the sluggers on this team. I'm talking mostly about Giancarlo Stanton. If you fall behind in the count on him and become predictable – that's what, why you see him tearing them up like the way he is. So, you know, it's easier said than done. I, I get it. But you got to go with your best stuff early in the count, try to get ahead, and put them away late. Coming up next is the Manager Show presented by Waste Management with Dusty Baker, but now this from your local station. AstroCast is poured for you by Carbach Brewing. Get highlights, interviews, the latest news surrounding MLB, and your Astros. Brought to you by Carbach Brewing. Looking up. See you later. Into the Landry's Crawford boxes. Subscribe to AstroCast. Expecting a great season with this Astros team. The official podcast of the Houston Astros. It's going to be a lot of fun the whole way. Well, Dusty, it uh, seemed like the first two games of this series in New York have been pretty similar. Tight ball games, tie ball games. Uh, and then the, the, the Yankees have a, a multi-run inning that winds up putting them in the lead. Last night it wound up being, being the third inning. And it seems like one of the catalysts for, for some of these innings that the Yankees have had have been, have been walks by the Astros pitchers. Well, that's true. I mean, the, 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 A's, the A's and the Yankees are similar where, where they depend on walks and depends on, on the home run. You know, like they haven't hit that many home runs, but they've gotten a, a number of clutch hits and a number of two out hits. And then a couple a couple of times we helped them. You know, a lot of the uh, pitches and mistakes are some old two pitches that were too close to the plate. Um, and then, you know, like we had a number of walks at the wrong time. We had some you know, hit batsmen at the wrong time. And, um, Boy, I mean, they're a hot club. I and mean, when we came in here, I think they'd won four in a row. So, uh, you know, the club's hot. And, and they hadn't been swinging uh, very well most of the season. I mean, you know, they got some, uh, you know, good personnel over there. And they're, and they're not missing the pitches they're supposed to hit. And uh, uh, so, uh, you know, today's going to be a different day. I just know it, even though, uh, you know, uh, you wouldn't choose <clears throat> Cole to be the guy. You know what I mean? But it, but it has to be the guy. And if we can come home uh, three and three after this road trip, uh, you know, we'll take that. That's a whole lot better than two and four. Uh, and so uh, we need some momentum going home. We need to stop this losing streak because we've had one long one already. And hopefully that that was the, you know, the last one of the year. Luis Garcia got the start and, uh, you know, his first start in, in, at Yankee Stadium and, and in that atmosphere. And, of course, he was up in the big leagues last year, but there were no fans. Uh, how do you feel Garcia handled uh, everything that went into every, that game and facing that Yankees lineup? Well, I, you know, I think he handled it well. Uh, you know, considering, you know, the rain, considering the wet mound, 
uh, consider the, you know, the fans. And, you know, he did, uh, you know, remarkably well. You wouldn't have known that he was a rookie. You know, what hurt him was the fact that he had a number of deep counts, you know, which the Yankees are known for. And, uh, uh, you know, that's what, you know, got his pitch count up, you know, high, um, you know, in only five innings. But, you know, he handled it well. He, he just made a mistake after um, Stanton. Um, you know, uh, I think he was, he wasn't trying to, you know, hit that location. I evidently, I mean, obviously right down the middle and Stanton didn't miss it. And, uh, that was, uh, uh, and then before that he had hit, um, you know, Mayu to put him on base. And, uh, uh like I said, Stanton's a very dangerous man. I've seen him over the years in the national league, um, I know he's been hurt a lot over here, but he's still, um, you know, like we've had a, some crooked number innings ourselves, but only one of them. You know, we scored three and then, uh, you know, not anymore. Uh, but their bullpen, is, which is one of the best that we face and one of the best in the, in the, in the uh, uh, American League. So we got to, you know, get to the start and hopefully, you know, get to their bullpen a lot earlier than we have. You know, mentioned Garcia made his big league debut last year, 15 rookie pitchers for the Astros last year. And uh, is it almost like another learning curve for these rookies in 2021 because they did play last year, but uh, no fans? Uh, you know, you use 15 rookie pitchers last year and uh, quite a few other rookies as well. And is it almost like another learning curve for those guys in 2021 because it's the first time they've played in front of fans at the big league level, which is something they didn't have to deal with last year? Well, yeah, good point. And also, it's the first time that we've played somebody other than a Western division of the National League and the American League. And, uh, you know, these guys have never seen, and I haven't seen the Yankees or Boston or, or Tampa Bay. We saw Tampa Bay, which I had, well, I was a little familiar with them. Um, um, you know, in the, in the, in the playoffs, but uh, I'm managing against new managers. Uh, I don't really know their style. I got to go on our, on, on, on everybody's reports. And uh, most of the guys that I'm managing against know me better than I know them. They either watch me or play for me, like in the case of Phil Nevin, uh, you know, over there with the Yankees. And so it's a learning curve for, you know, for all of us. Like I said, we we're learning about, you know, different personnel, uh, you know, different managers, different ballparks, uh, different, uh, uh, you know, prevailing wins in, the, in these in these places. Uh, some of the players here are familiar with, the, you know, where we're playing, but, um, you know, some of us aren't. But, you know, we're fast. We're learning quickly. Well, Dusty facing Garrett Cole today. What do you think are the challenges facing a pitcher of his caliber? I don't know. I saw him in the National League, you know, when he was a, a kid with Pittsburgh. And uh, uh, what stood out the most is that, you know, how the Astros and Stromy um, changed him because he was a two-seam pitcher. Now he's a more of a four-seam pitcher, change-up, slider. Uh, you know, he has a full arsenal of things. Uh, you know, wish we hadn't taught him so well. I'm sure, you know, while he was here, uh, you know, really appreciate him. But, you know, we got to um, – you know, get some runners on base and hopefully keep him in the stretch because if he's out of the windup, um, it's like throwing a knockout punch all the time. So we got to get some runners on base and hopefully pop one. All right, Dusty Baker, Astros manager. Thanks for joining us. Good luck. All right, Robert. Thank you. All right. All right.
All right, we'll be back with more of Astro Launch right after this. Subscribe to AstroCast. Joined by Justin Verlander. Lance McCullough. Michael Brantley. Tons of interviews. Alex Bregman. Carlos Correa. Follow your favorite team. We definitely love playing in front of our fans in Minute For the H. <laughs> AstroCast is poured for you by Carmock Brewing. And welcome back to Astro Launch. This is Steve Sparks. What a great pitching matchup. Garrett Cole against Lance McCullers Jr. They got a chance to talk to Lance McCullers Jr. And this is what he has to say about it. What do you think about pitching in this environment? against a guy that you became pretty good friends with. I've, I've pitched here before in, in, in the playoffs, game five, and I've pitched in a lot of, uh, a lot of, I guess you could call them hostile environments, so it, it's no big deal. Um, you know, we're trying to win ball games, and uh, I'm looking forward to pitching against Garrett. I mean, you like to go up against the best, right? So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. How much uh, can you build off your last uh, uh, pitching performance where you went, uh, did a pretty good job? Yeah, no, my last outing was, 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 was solid. I thought I threw the ball really well. I had a good bullpen this week. Um, you know, I'm just trying to get a win today and try to win the series tomorrow. Jake Goblin. Has there been any uh, dialogue between you and Garrett in the lead up to this? No. Is that usually how you do it when you're pitching against someone you know that well? No, I mean, honestly, like, yeah, I have a lot of friends around the game now just as, as time goes on and you – you know, create special relationships with guys on your team and, and they go on. But, you know, we're, I'm, 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 I'm with us and he's with them. So that, that's kind of how it is. Chandler. Yeah, Lance, kind of off the field real quick. Um, when it comes to the 85% vaccination threshold, how close are you guys? And do you, are you guys so optimistic that you'll reach it? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I'm not really well-versed in that, honestly. Um, I, I know I'm vaccinated. I'm sure you guys know that. Um, so, uh, of course we're, you know, we're optimistic. I, 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 but as far as where we are, how close we are, if we'll get there, I, I have no idea. Go ahead, Jake. Yeah. I wanted to ask you about, about Luis Garcia, um, a guy who came up from straight from high a and yourself having come from double a, like, do you think the the old trajectory of like guys hitting every level is less important now? Is that kind of, uh, outdated in a way? I don't know. I think if um, if a guy's ready and he shows uh, he he's ready for you know that that jump, then um, uh, he can be you know that you can be successful here. Yeah, you know, I, I think there are a lot of guys around the game. Um, you know, I think of Jose Fernandez, for example. He never pitched above high A. Um, there are there are certain guys that that you see pitch, whether it's in spring training, whether you know in Luis's. Um, case it was last year in, in summer camp or his first start and you just say man you know that guy um, you know he's ready you know he's got a slow heartbeat um, he prepares well he goes about his business well and um, he's been throwing the ball uh, ever since he came up extremely well so um, he's been a huge part of our team last year and obviously you have seen the way he stepped up this year in multiple different roles uh, so it's, it's great to have a guy like that um, uh, you know on, on your team. Greg Bailey. Hey, Lance, you, you're, you're mentioning quite a few things there, the, the, the slow heartbeat, and then also you mentioned, you know, playing in a hostile atmosphere. Is there, is there something that, that you personally enjoy about that? And, and, and as you take it with, with, I'm sure, your own level of calmness, can you even hear what's going on around you, or are you so locked in that you're just kind of zoned into what you're doing? I'm not going to give you guys any, any media bites. Um, I, I just think that when the game gets going, you get you get locked in on the game. You know, there's no doubt. Of course, you you know you can you can you kind of hear the crowd. 
Um, but that's just part of it. Um, yeah, that's part of, uh, of playing in the big leagues, playing on the road uh, in front of passionate fans. And um, I just think as long as you, you know, you're focused on, on doing your job and you're well-prepared, um, it'll be fine. And I think, and Luis will be fine. He, he, he's a, uh, like I mentioned, he's, he's a great pitcher. He prepares well. Um, you know, he pitched for us last year in the postseason. Uh, although there was no fans there, it, it was a massive spot. And uh, I, I believe game five, um, against the Rays. So he, he, he's pitched in big moments before. Um, and I think, it, I think he'll do well. Brandon Scott. Lance, real quick. Did, did you get a, well, obviously, by now you've seen what happened with the, that home play collision. I wanted to, just to know where where were you when that collision with Maldi happened, and what was sort of your reaction to it? I was in the dugout. Um, I, I saw the you know I saw the collision, and uh, first and foremost was just um, quite. I was I was I was pretty terrified for Maldi right off the bat. I, I thought that he got hit in the head without his mask on, um, and it was very concerning. Uh, you know for us and, and and you know obviously when when you see him you start to move around and especially when he was able to walk off i, I followed him down into in, into the uh into the training room and um you know he, he passed all of his tests and everything like that and when you see the replay um you know with a collision like that i i guess it's kind of the best way he could have got hit i don't know if that's even you know the right way to say it but he was it was a fortunate uh the bat was kind of in the way so I don't think Odor really had an opportunity to uh, to slide. I, I don't think it w- there was really any um, bad intention there. Um, it was just one of those plays. It was just one of those plays, and um, I'm glad that Molly's okay. Brian Bearfield. Lance, can you talk about the resiliency of your teammates to just be able to be in that hostile environment and still push through and block out all that noise? I guess it wasn't that bad. It's okay. We're, we're okay. We're grown men in here. The Astros media got a chance to talk to Astros catcher Martin Maldonado after that collision in the first game of this series. Martin, how, how are you feeling? And how kind of scary was that collision with Odor on, on Tuesday? Feeling-wise, I'm kind of a little bit stiff. But um, I was um, that play, I should say, probably the scariest play I've ever been involved, you know. And... In my belly career. Barbara, when you, when you got hit and then you were trying to get, get your bearings, Martin, and once you did, were you surprised you weren't hurt more than you were? Actually, I was really hurt um, after I got hit. So that was the only reason I came out of the game. You know, it's really, really, really sore. Especially neck, um, upper trap. Um, you know, that's why. So Jeremiah went there, I told him, hey, I don't think I can continue to play because I was really, really sore. Obviously, you lived through the play. Did you see it? Did you, like, see a re- replay of it after the fact? And if so, what was sort of your perspective on what happened, you know, where you were versus Odor, that sort of thing? Um, I kind of saw the replay when I was getting checked by the doctor, and I didn't look at it um, too much. Um, you know, that's part, part of the game, you know. I was trying to make a play. He was trying to score, and uh, I th- I kind of saw the bat was in the middle too. So, um, you know, it's kind of hard for him to slide. He used to be the bat was between me and him. So, um, that's why I guess that he didn't slide for you know because that was the reason probably. What's it going to be like facing Cole today? A, a guy that 
you all know so well. Does that does that help at all that you guys know him so well and know kind of what he does and his tendencies? Should help. Um, that guy, one of the best pitchers in the game. I think it is probably give us a little more advantage just because you know there are some guys that we you know guys that play um, behind him. They know how you know how he like to attack the hitters and uh. You know, I think it's gonna be more fun than, than, you know, last couple of days. You know, especially, I know he want to he want to do good against us, and we want to do good against him. So, um, there's gonna be a little extra um, motivation, you know, between us and uh, and him. Martin, how much pride do you take in the fact you're right back out there, just a day or so after that happened? Yeah, I take a lot of pride on that, especially you know. No, you only you only um think can happen only when you play. So as a catcher, you know, you're never gonna be a hundred percent. Um body wise, you know, you get beat up, you know, as long as you can move and do the stuff that you gotta do, you know. Um, I think that's when you you realize that you can be out there for, for your team. Questions for Lemis Diaz. Hey, well, this uh, first time in right field tonight, I don't think you had a ton of balls hit to you, but how did you how did you feel overall out there and how do you feel offensively right now? It really does look like you're locked in, even with sporadic playing time. I mean, you know, I feel pretty comfortable there, you know, to be the first time I play at the big league level right field, you know, like I just haven't been like working out there the last two, three days, you know, and I was ready for today, you know, and uh, hitting, I feel good, you know, like just uh, seeing the ball well right now and, uh, you know, seeing the ball and try to hit it, you know, short to the ball. Had you ever played right field at all at any level before in a game? No, no, this is the first time I, I played there, you know, but, you know, like, I have to think, like, really seriously, those, the last couple of days, you know, like, make sure, I if I got the chance to, to play there, I'm going to be ready to do it, you know, and I feel pretty comfortable today. Let, uh, let us, what does it mean to you that Dusty has the confidence to, to use you in different spots, like, it's your first time being right, and he puts you out there? I mean, it means a lot, you know, I like, have the confidence of the money, you know, like, he got your back, you know, so for me, I just make sure I, I'm ready every day to, to play whatever the, the team needs me, you know, so that, uh, you know, that confidence he had in me, uh, I just speak glad for that, you know. So every time I got the chance to go out there, I, I give my 100%. What would you say the mood of the club is right now, given what's happened the last couple of days? I mean, we, I mean like, uh, we're going to fight, you know, every day. You know, like, they have been playing better than us the last two games. But that's, that's part of the season, you know. We got a long season. We trust everybody. We got in the clue house. So we're going to do good, you know. Just uh, came tomorrow with the mindset to win, you know, and have a good game. Well, Edmus, what makes their bullpen just so good? I mean, they really shut you guys down after that after that fourth inning where you guys put all those runs up. What makes them so difficult to hit and difficult to get anything going? Again? I mean, it's not a secret for anybody. You got one of the best bullpen in the league, you know. So you got guys throwing hard there, and they have, they have been in the league for, for a while, you know. So it's a tough bullpen to beat, you know. But I think we just, like, have like a better approach, you know, and uh, the game tomorrow and make some damage. Lemus, what does it take to stay ready? You talk about just either to go out into the right field like you did or, you know, not not being in the lineup hitting since, I think, April 30th. So having some some days in between, what does it take for you to stay locked in, stay ready, even if you're not in the lineup? I mean, for me, every, every day is a game, you know. Like, even if I don't play, I go to the cage and I got my routine, you know, and uh, the, the, the practice that we do before the games, for me, that's, that's the game. You know, if, if I don't there in the game that day, I just came early and work, you know, every position I, I, I may have uh, playing the last in the next couple of days. So I just try to, you know, my mindset to be ready every day. And when I got the chance to, you know, start the game or came early, uh, late in the game, 
uh, just try to be ready every day. Questions for Brooks Raley. Brooks, Dusty described the Yankees. Their lineup just wears you down, and it's a very difficult lineup to navigate. Is that just kind of what they're good at, just working along plate appearances, and just kind of wearing everyone on the staff down? Yeah, I think they put together pretty good ABs. Um, you know, they've, they've kind of – I thought Luis did a great job. I thought Stanley got out of some tough situations. I know we got – gave up that one run. But Abreu did great, and, you know, he had a tie game late. And, uh, you know, you'd like to see us get into the ninth at least tied. And, you know, just a couple, couple of hits, walked a guy, and, before you know, there's three runs. And so, um, yeah, it's a good lineup. But, you know, definitely feel like we were, we were right there. Could you? Uh, how would you describe your adding tonight? Um, I thought I executed some pitches. Uh, you know, a single to on the on the one zero. Um, felt like I was a decent pitch, and then the the ball that hits down down the line. You know, you know, I don't know what the exit velocity on that was, but it you know it didn't really matter. We ended up scoring one, and, and I didn't get any outs. Um, put Joe in a tough spot to face the top of the order, and thought he made some great pitches. And you know, this the kind of nail in the coffin was the broken bat to the right side. So. Just kind of some tough breaks as of late, um, but it's a long season, and you know we'll be back out there tomorrow if I get my name called. Brooks, just your impression of Luis Garcia tonight, and, and kind of just you know early in the season. Obviously, he's young, developing, just in his second year uh, in the league so far. Uh, I think he's done a great job in some tough spots. I thought the most impressive start you had was probably in Colorado, him and your kitty, um, playing in sub thirty two weather and. You know, those guys just keep pulling their hats down and, and playing in the snow and whatnot. And I thought tonight playing for four innings in the rain was about as impressive as it gets in a, in a hostile environment and tough weather. So hats off to him for a heck of a start today. And, you know, I wish we'd have finished it off on the back end. And a special thanks to the Astros Communications Department for that audio. Astrocast is poured for you by Carbock Brewing. Get highlights, interviews, the latest news surrounding MLB and your Astros. Brought to you by Carbock Brewing. Looking up. See you later. Into the Landry's Crawford boxes. Subscribe to Astrocast. Expecting a great season with this Astros team. The official podcast of the Houston Astros. It's going to be a lot of fun the whole way. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.